0: Welcome to So Far So Rare. I'm joined by Lagden, who I knew a long time ago. You're somebody that I used to know. I could sing the song. Yeah. You might be doing a hat-trick of podcasts or something. I don't know if you ever did Football Index, but you definitely did Footstock. No. Yeah, we, we had many times back in the years. Footstock.
1: mm We
0: did. Yeah. So that didn't go great. Anyone listening doesn't know what that was. You've probably heard of Football Index, just throw it in the same basket. But we're on. Um the bigger and better things, hopefully.
1: You are starting a So Rare podcast with So Rare Monkey. I am, yeah. We our first one actually came out yesterday, so I don't know when this will go out, but um yeah, on the Thursday and It's been a while in the making. Obviously, I'm a teacher, so my life is is busy. And I was just saying, I've just moved into a new house, just got two puppies, so I don't know why I decided now's the time to get back into the content game, but it is because I enjoy it. And I'm not like a I'm saying this on the podcast. Like, whereas other platforms, I've been like, it's my life. I'm all in. Mm -hmm. This is very much like it's just an additional. When the football's on at the weekend, or when the football's on in midweek. Um, i'm there and it gives me a bit of something extra so yeah uh, looking forward to it and like he knows everything and i yeah. really don't like i am so novice on on a lot of this and my knowledge is very sort of english based whereas he could i could say like name me a russian player that plays for like the most random team and it it name me four that's the kind mm-hmm. of bloke he is so yeah yeah i'm looking forward to it it's gonna be good i like how
0: you've got the disclaimer in taking all onus off you being an expert in anything before we talk uh, about it. absolutely <laughs> so i have to get a disclaimer right there i eating my oats my morning oats and my hair looks hilarious do you want to tell them why that is
1: you had a bad morning john so me and john he morning. knows that i've got to be out by quarter past 12 and he, he popped me a message saying i've just got a speeding ticket got a speeding ticket right
0: but i'll tell you what she should have got a slow ticket for how slow she wrote it it was honestly it was sat in the side of the road for 25 minutes <laughs> Absolute disaster. Um, Forty-five and a thirty, coming into a forty, still would have been over the limit. But you know, I hate that they were poaching the the sign. They were. T- I took a photo where I ended up pulled over to show just how close they were to the sign. I don't know if you can see that.
1: Oh yeah, that's not good.
0: That's why I'm sat at the forty sign, and they had done me. Wait, what was she in a like a van or a car? It was three of them. Talk about burning taxpayers' money. <laughs> Three of them to give out speeding tickets. Absolute bluffers. Three of them. <laughs> They've guns at all in Northern Ireland because of the troubles. Three guys locked up a Colt 45s waiting for fuckers like me doing 45 and a 30. And you want to talk to me, talk to me about misdistribution of resource? I don't know. I don't even know is if distribution is you? a word. You had, you had I had ones? a couple of years ago. But um, anyway, we've lots to talk about today. Let's get stuck into it because I've kept you late and we're going to be running out the door. I want to give a shout-out to a big event that happened at the weekend. There's the cash wallet we have to discuss briefly. Um, I did put a video out on the YouTube channel, which you might be watching this on, if you want to go into deeper depth. Is that a thing? If you want to dig deeper? Um, Yes, it is. And then there was a bit of a prize pool debacle this week. With all the regular segments of the show, I have a wee story to tell you. It's a big one this week. Actually, a pretty serious one that ends with my balls been lubed up. Pump permission. (laughs) So rare research and development. Some questions from listeners in the Cap Cup. So, first thing we're going to talk about is so rare 7s Did you see this?
1: I've seen it, plus all of Twitter. as well. I have, it looked very, very good.
0: Yeah, I was gutted I couldn't make it. You know, it just came at the wrong time. I'm travelling so much um, in the next month or so with football. July was kind of the last part of my like time off, and then there was a family thing on that weekend. I was like, you know, ditching family to go and do more work when I'm going to be doing too much work anyway. I was like, I can't justify it, um, even though it's not really work, but I have to kind of bundle it into work now. Do you know what I mean? Isn't that yeah. a, that's a weird one for me
1: you are so big time I'm pissed off but
0: <laughs> <laughs> I make so rare content if I go do a so rare thing I have to bundle that in as work I think if it was in Ireland I could have drove for the day like you know that type of thing but flying over in STEM is the thing. but anyway long story short I'm gutted I didn't go and I would love to go next time so I asked them for a few e stats and things that happened on the day so there were 50 attendees 46 players and 8 spectators the 8 spectators I want to know who they were and why they didn't play so we can laugh at them. Maybe they were a bit <laughs> older. So rare gave them loads of prizes though. I'm pretty sure everyone must have came away with something. 20 caps, 10 unsigned shirts, 10 signed shirts and tickets to Sheffield United and Man City as prizes. So if there was 46 players, there were 40 prizes before you talk about tickets. I don't know how many tickets you I love that. It's very, very good. Show up, you get a prize. They got a minute long video message from Nicholas thanking them all and, and telling them the crack. Uh, Quinny did a live podcast Haber did a crossbar challenge Only one person Hit the crossbar um, The jersey Someone got a jersey For doing that They gave a jersey away For the best Unique Slash retro jersey On show A Club America Top one. it That's actually a fun thing
1: Isn't it I like that a lot. That's like the old Mystery shirts I saw your So rare one You weren't happy Were you You got a full on one I wasn't even That I wasn't happy That's the nature Of mystery shirts <laughs> It just
0: came in Like a shitty wee box And the, the reveal was done Before I even knew it was revealing it Do you know that way yeah. Anyway, um, a guy came all the way from the Netherlands and nutmegged Haber. I like that. One of the organisers played in goal and dislocated his knee. Oh, that's, that's a pretty grand day out, isn't it? Lots of four G astroturf and sunburns on show. Oh, I'd say there were farmer towns galore after that day out. They sold about four hundred raffle tickets and raised just under twelve hundred quid for Andy's Man's Clubs Mental Health Charity. Fair play. Gosh. One keep. A keeper scored a goal from his own penalty area by lobbing the other keeper. So that's about it. They're gonna do it again. Next year, I'm gonna try and go. I don't know if they should leave it a year, though. I think it's very easy to make these things annual, but if people enjoy them, you could do it every six months, really. Also, yeah, I'm life. eating my oats because I'm late and didn't get to eat them. You, you do
1: a bit there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? My football career. I'm so I've I'm a I'm a teacher, right? A peer teacher, and our uh, football season obviously starts like around now, so our first game is Saturday, and we have a staff relay on Sports Day, and I was like, you know what, I'm a young teacher here. I'm going to be able to absolutely like to these 1,200 kids. I'm going to be a hero for the next two minutes because I'm going to run the hundred meters and I'm I'm going to fly it, and so I thought I'd do a little bit of a warm up because my hamstrings are are very very weak and they snap a lot, and I somehow managed to land my foot twisted it under myself tore all my ligaments pulled a bit of bone out at the same time and didn't get to run the race what do you pull a bone out so where the ligaments were so like they pulled them out so forcefully it chipped a little bit of the bone out in the ankle as well when was this three months ago i'm still recovering I was on crutches for like a month and I was so happy. This is going to be like the best day of my life. These kids are going to thought I was the same. And then within about five seconds, my ankle was like three times the size. and I couldn't run it. And the first day they had to deal with me. How embarrassing is that? Did you fall over? Nah, I just, you know, like when you land and do your foot just goes like that mm. and it goes in under your ankle. Uh. So it, basically when the next os 7 comes around, I'm going to be fighting fit and I'll be ready to go.
0: I've been training harder than I've ever trained in my life for the last. Do you know whenever you go through those phases? Like I went and bought all the supplements, so the supp- supplements are lined oh, up in the kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> I've been so many supplements <laughs> in the past, but like for the last, I think I'm 11 days in. I've been training the hardest I've ever trained. I hate exercise to a point. I actually am loving it at the minute, but it's just about kind of sustain it. I'm on a eight week kind of boot campy vibe. So look at this face, because you see, in six more weeks, it's going to be about two-thirds of the size it is now, and I'm going to be too handsome that you actually have to turn YouTube <laughs> off because your, your significant others will be wondering who the handsome guy you're watching is.
1: And if it doesn't work, just shave the beard
0: and you'll look better anyway. <laughs> I look worse for this, so you want to see it? Let me see, this is actually, we revealed, everyone needs to go over and watch this on YouTube. If you're listening to this on podcast, you're missing out. We see, I actually screenshotted this the other day. Now, this was me last time I Wait, shaved my beard. It
1: up, lift it up a tiny bit. I'm gonna oh lift Oh my else. god.
0: Wow. I look wow. like Mr. <laughs> that Mr. My mind. Look how round that face is. <laughs> in 17 chins.
1: You literally don't look like the same person. I, I won't
0: be shaving this unless I hit like target weight and then some. But anyway, so rare sevens, big success, fair play to the lads. There was a bit of drama with the prize pool. So I'm going to give you the rundown. Now, I didn't really follow this, but I think it deserved a shout out because we love a bit of drama, and it's the only drama I could really find. So ultimately, what I got was Andy Laird from the So Rare Data podcast, from So Rare Data as a whole, went and posted something to Twitter, and it was along the lines of, Tell me how on earth this is possible, and tagged a couple of the So Rare employees. I think it was. Um, a underscore grizzy and on pole position or something, right? And basically, there was like eight challenger teams playing, but like 20 American teams playing or something ridiculous. I could probably find this. If I'm going to go blabbering, I should at least go on the Laird's Twitter and see. Can I find it? Um, Yeah, here it is. Hi, on pole position and A grizzy. I'm back with another question about the America prize pool. Am I missing something when comparing Champion America and Challenger Europe? So basically, there's like 20 American teams, there's 8 Challenger teams, but the American prize pool, let's go rare only, okay? So the rare prize pool for America has 35 rewards, whereas Challenger has 56 rewards. So it's 56 rewards for 8 teams, but 35 rewards for like 20 teams. So in the comments after that, you know, and I'm not trying to, like, go at anyone, because really I don't have any problems here. But, like, Paul and Zara, in fairness to them, both replied, you know, to the best of their knowledge, I'm sure, and basically said, yeah, it's all grand, uh, it's correct, everything's wonderful, Challenger Europe Prize Pool would, had been set up, taking into account that some additional games could have been covered, there's no issue here, whatever else. Now, people were still confused. It didn't end there. And then, yesterday, Paul posted in the Discord... As a consequence of a data issue, Champion America prize pools were wrongly calculated for the live and upcoming game week. The issue's been fixed and prize pools have been updated accordingly. So that's the height of the drama. Basically, the prize pools weren't right, now they are right. So they weren't right, they said they were right, and then they came back on themselves. But this is one of those things, isn't it, where you do the whole, like, why did you say it was right if it wasn't right? But equally... They were they were it's good that they well like they didn't just stick to their guns.
1: And you know what I mean? This is why I love not being too invested in this. Because this is the sort (laughs) of thing that previously like would really grind my gears and I'd be like the little things that just wind you up and then become big things. Whereas to any other box standard guy, like I I don't think I've ever checked a reward pool in my life. Like I just throw the cards in, and like I came tenth, I think, in Cap Two Twenty last week, limited, and I got a T two. And in my mind, I was like, that can't be right. But I was like, I can't be bothered to look. It probably is right because it probably wasn't many things. And this is why I just love having no kind of thing because it's the little things that, when you're into it, so it's those little things that right piss you off, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, I, I can see why it affects people that care. But I would say ninety percent of the user base wouldn't even notice so it's those tiny things that yes to the people that are in it make them seem a little bit not less professional but you know like the, the tiny things that should be right but i'd say to 90 percent of the population who probably don't check any prize pool i'd say it's not we really a big noticed thing. yeah no i think we
0: are in a if I, maybe it's because i took like a month there but i'm two or three podcasts back in and I feel like each week we're kinda of talking about like bigger term things or like next season strategy, we're talking about the football and talking about the game again. Which implies to me that there are haven't been as many major decisions slash fuck ups. Even with the roadmap. I mean the fitness thing was like Aah! But it's really like already I think it's calmed down a bit and maybe it'll come back again whenever they implement something, but like
1: I think it's been pretty chill at the minute. That's for me. When people get aggy over things that they don't need to get aggy over, that's when they know you're doing a good job. Yeah. Because they haven't got major flaws and they haven't got the major things to go, this is wrong, that's wrong. It's like they made an announcement about fitness and didn't explain it. Okay. Mm. It's it's really not the end of the world. Like eventually we're going to know what it is. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to buy anyone. You don't need to sell anyone. You don't need to change anything that you're doing right now. Just chill. And then that's when the kind of thing is like, they're on the right path. And like I said, I don't know all the nuances and all the details of the platform, but for someone that just looks at, I'd say the big noise, I only see the big noise, I don't see the mm-hmm. little noise. I've not heard anything in a in a while, if I'm really honest. I'd love to know what the break, I'd love to know how many active SoRare players there are. And then based off
0: that, I'd love to know how many people are in like the in the trenches, in the gutter, every day on SoRare Twitter, Discord. Like what percentage is that? Is that 20%? Is it 30%? That's what I mean, right,
1: because I... 10%? Yeah, I, all I have, right, and this sounds horrendous, I set an alarm on a Thursday night and an alarm on a Monday night to set my teams. And then apart from that, I don't listen to any podcasts. I don't go on any Discord. I'm in like two tiny group chats that I, I, I breeze through and make the odd comment when I've done something well and I'm like, "Boy, see this. Yeah. Um, but like, I would say it's really quite minimal. I'd say it's really quite minimal. The amount of people, most people I'd say are like me, that they go... I just have a quick reminder to set my team and set my team. And then anything else just comes with it. I'd say it is less than 5% of people that are like diehard heavy into yeah. this every day. I'm going to just bring us on, right, to
0: Messi. Now, it's a bit of a random one. I didn't say I was going to talk about it, but I just had a thought. He's got five goals and an assist in three games, which isn't even like three full games. It's like 36 minutes, 78 minutes, and 90 minutes. He scored a 71 hundred, and ninety-one. In a inter Miami shirt. He's like I don't think it was ever really in doubt that he would rip it up, but he's fucking doing it. (laughs) This guy's the first forward in the platform, fourth best card in the platform overall at the minute. My question, I suppose, in my own head is like how much longer does this season go? I think they're about
1: halfway through, aren't they? Goes into a bit more than
0: half. Game week four one seven anyway. And then he's got some World Cup qualifiers and stuff also peppered through, I think. But, I mean, it's Messi, like, I saw 36. The, um, it's
1: about an eighth for his rare. Yeah, and no, obviously I'm only in limits, but I saw his one of a 1,000, his first in at Miami one, went for, like, half an eighth or something. Is it half an eighth? Look at me talking like I know what eighth is. I'm sure it's half an something like that. And I was like, man, the pro, like his normal ones are, like, 180, 190. And that one went for, like, 700 pounds. I was like, mm. I mean... I'm all over collectability, but surely you can spend 500 pounds better elsewhere. Let me see. Right, so Messi,
0: if I look up the one-offs, right? Limited one-offs. I have one of them. So the first one was bought two years ago. It's him in a PSG kit from Bellama and 10 grand was spent on it. 9,500 euros for the limited, right?
1: On the limited? On the limited. Let me see
0: Pull this up on the screen for anyone watching. I think it should work. Oh no, it's going to work now, don't worry. I need to start prep. I always forget what might throw the screen up. Um, and Let me get you looking sexy. This is on-air production. People love it when I do this. <laughs> right, so the one on the right, and the PSG kit, you can't see these like them, but everyone else can. Messi in a PSG shirt, one of a 1, thousand, went for 9,500 euros. I bought his one of a thousand PSG, number 30, whatever, from this season, like the season just gone by, I bought it for 717 euros 9 months ago. Now, my logic was and still is, that's the card from the season he won the World Cup. That's my logic. Now, the first one's the first one I get that. But I've got the f- one of a thousand from the year he won the World Cup, which is kind of the pinnacle of his career. So, I think it's, it's I think it's all right. But I I spent 717 euros. Now, Mr. Inter-Miami Messi went for €933. Euros. It is a nice card. It is nice seeing him in pink. Mm. It is a big moment in football and all the rest. But still, it's like... I think it was nice to see that the demand is still there for like collectability of the big boys, You know, even though the market's pretty
1: shocking. But again, how many people do you think care about collectability? In terms of that sense. Like how many people do you think in five years' time are going to go... Oh my god, you have got the one of a thousand, the one he won the World Cup. Do you think people will actually look at that and go, I want that one? I hope so.
0: Like <laughs> I think like if you look at Topps and Panini, when they first come out, no one give a fuck about them. I think if you back yeah. if you do genuinely back so rare as a collectible platform longer term, if you back NFTs as the future way to collect like in ten years, they could be like the Mickey Mantles. Do you know what I mean? They can, Yeah, they I could, get you. get you know? Ya. But it's about back in that early, and it is a bit mad, and it might all go to zero, or it might all just bumble along and be around where it is, or it might do whatever. But there is a chance, and I don't know what percentage chance that is, but if they can make so mainstream and keep it there for five or ten years, it'll start to matter. The one thing I'll yeah. say, right, and this might be bollocks, right, but I've just thought of this. You know, when you think of like Pokemon cards and you think of baseball cards and football cards, I think a lot of what happens there is people who, when they're younger, do that when they're like 7, 8, 9, 10, 12 years old, and they dream of getting the Pikachu or the dream of getting the Mewtwo or the dream of getting the yeah. Shohei Atani these days or the Giannis or whatever, the LeBron James. And that's the whole thing of their childhood and trading cards in the playground. And But now, I mean, they're all about grading them and all, which is kind of weird, but. Then these kids go to college, they go and do their thing, they come out, they get their big job and then they get money and then they use that money to buy nostalgic things and that's why you get ridiculous things. It's not an eight-year-old kid who wants to get their LeBron James spending millions on a card. It's the 40-year-old kid who's you know, using the money he has today to relive and have the nostalgia of when he was younger, if that makes sense. Now, a lot yeah, of investors I get you. and entrepreneurs come in now. My point is, because SoRare is an over-18s platform, will we ever see... And I mean, it would be long off anyway... But would it be harder to see that inflection point if people invest in our nostalgia and looking back on like times gone by? Do you, know, do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I get you. It could be. And I'm at this you know, when that we went through like the soccer card phase, yeah, I feel like yeah. we've been through very similar phases. I've got yep. like, I've got so many of them in my jaw. I'm that... going through like a wee dinosaur phase now. <laughs> Are you? Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah. Loving it. Collecting them at the minute.
1: Wow, see, so I'm, I'm joking. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I believed you for a second. I, I was like, there's always something that you'll find the next thing and then sell it to a few people. <laughs> no, but like, um, I, I've still got loads of um, like wrestlers, you know, from back in the day, back in the day. And obviously they've lost all value because you don't keep them in the box when you're a kid, do you? You take them no. out and you play with them and, and you do all that. And That's the thing, like my soccer cards, I'm keeping them in a drawer like, none of them are really graded because I only bought like little ones here and there, but I'm just going to keep them and keep them and keep them until the day comes where I'm like, I might be able to do something with them. Yeah. And I don't know if like, obviously it's different. Is the online like collectability going to be the same as, cause the physical collectibility is different. Is it like getting, you know, when you used to get like the, the package through the door, the soccer card, you'd be like, Oh, Ooh. what card is it today? Yeah. Like that buzz. I don't think you can get that on like a computer screen. Mm-hmm so it's just whether that eventually you know we don't know how technology goes these days whether there'll be something that you know you can print them properly or get sent i don't know there might be something that comes on but it's just if that can change like that buzz of physically having it in your hand to a computer screen if that can kind of transpire i guess
0: i think there's a lot to it this is something we used to talk about a lot on the podcast like a year and a half ago two years ago and we'd nothing else to talk about but I think it's all about like how NFT technology goes and how it works. You know, like Instagram and Twitter and whoever else are going to be like bringing in NFTs as profile pictures and stuff like this, and maybe you can. I think on Instagram you can display NFT collections and stuff. It never really caught on. But if over the next few years, as like this move that we're going to talk about, the cash wallet and rare, and basically that Web3, Web2 blend, basically making NFTs, Ethereum, Web3, blah, 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 crypto, all that shit, more accessible to the masses through cash wallets and through other innovation i'm kind of talking out of my depth here so i'm trying to sound like i know what i'm on about i'm just letting you know i don't um like could we see a world where you know it's almost like a status thing if i can flex it's it's the whole board ape thing the whole um crypto punks and that like if i'm able to display my sports cards collect like my one of a thousand messy on some sort of platform not that i could really give a fuck about doing that like there be people who want to do that because of the status and they're like, Oh, look, which one I've got. Look at the shiny one I've got. Look at this. Yeah. And then it does all come down to like, if so rare goes mainstream, which this cash wallet, which we'll talk about will help. If millions of people play the game for long enough, people will want, people all want the one of the best ones, the OG ones. The... They do. So I don't know is the answer. I think Messi is like, that the, you know about this from the soccer card world. Physical one, people tend to think that things, everything's collectible if it's a one of. No one, yeah, always. I mean, no one gives a fuck about your Bednarak one of a thousand. <laughs> they don't. I only think of that because I was talking about him the other day. But like, no one gives a fuck. No one gives a fuck. That's that's not collectible. The reality no. in the sports card world is that it's the top, not point one percent of players are collectible. So, in baseball at the minute. I don't even know. In fact, why would I do baseball? Because I'm just going to make a dick of myself. In fact, it'd be fun to annoy the Americans. If I had to guess about baseball, <laughs> Otani is probably collectible. Maybe like Acuna Jr. Maybe like Mike Trout would be collectible. Maybe that big guy Judge who smacks him. And then maybe like... Uh, there's someone else, maybe. Anyway, my point is... <laughs> It's like fuck all, and in football, it's Mbappe, Haaland, Messi, Ronaldo. Yeah. Maybe someone cares about an Neymar card.
1: Am I wrong? No, I, I think, yeah, it, it, it's a handful. Because then you look before and you go Maradona, Pele, and and that kind yeah. of thing. Like through each year, and now obviously Messi and Ronaldo they give it a year, two years, obviously they'll be gone. It will just be Mbappe and Haaland. That would be just down to two. I can't see anybody else that's like near. That's people getting like, oh my god, he's in that status, and then it will wait for the next two until those two get a bit older. So there's always when you you talk about that, like you said, there's never going to be hundreds. So if there is, we're talking like of a generation of like yeah. a ten year period. There's two, maybe four. It could be a case of someone goes, you know what? In thirty years' time, I want every one of Messi, I want every one of Ronaldo, I want every one of Haaland and Mbappe and whoever else is next. So I think. Possibly. There's a possibility in the future the fact that there's not a lot of them that that collectability element could come in and yeah. you will sell however much you spend them for for a lot, lot more.
0: But I think it's, the thing with it is is like you, you can buy the one of Cherky or Doku or whoever the younger guys are now and you're backing that they become Ronaldo or Messi. But if they don't, they're going to be worth fuck all in 15 years. Yeah. They they can go on and have a stellar career if if you pick up Modric when he's 18 right now and he goes on and does what he's done, Ballon d'Ors, the whole shebang. Guess how much is one of a thousand is going to be worth in 20 years? Nothing. Fuck all. Because that's yeah. how the soccer card wor- world works. It's goal scorers, goalkeepers mean nothing, defenders mean nothing, midfielders mean barely anything, maybe a tiny bit more. But like a Kevin De Bruyne a one of a thousand. Yeah, it's lovely. Sounds wonderful. In reality, it's going to be worth fuck all. It's it's the Messi's, the Ronaldos, the Mbappes, the Halands. Who's gonna And that's why
1: like I used to in any like sort of platform like this or, or anything, I'd always just go like, Yeah, buy the youngsters and then, you know, sell them when they become popular. But like you said, all of these youngsters, we're relying on becoming like a just a half decent player. Yeah. Because as soon as they then get there, it's like, Okay, he's just another player. Like you like I said, you could have one in a three year period that actually you're talking like Top, so like Bellingham now, like yeah. Bellingham will be that sort of thing, if not now in a couple of years, but you could buy 500 players that you like. He might be good. I'm going to buy yeah. him now, and then in that time that Bellingham's become amazing, everybody else is like said is worth absolutely fuck all. And this the strategy of people that go, I'll get to buy you all the youngsters. It always doesn't really sit right with me because how many. You know, and you, even every club, like you look at a youth t- intake and 18s and 21s, how many from a club like Spurs? I'm still a Spurs fan. So, in the last, let's say, 50 years, we've made one player, Harry Kane. Like, then you've got other crappy ones like Harry Winks and Ollie Skip and people like that that nobody cares about. So, I did, the whole people that strategy that go on that, it, it always, it used to be me, but now I'm always like, you know what? Maybe one of a thousand players are going to buy us, it is going to be half decent.
0: But even like um, Bellingham, right? I picked up, whenever his tops now came out for his rookie, I bought like boxes. Or like, you know, you could buy them in 20s. I don't know if you remember yeah. This. Bellingham. Rookie. Yeah, I bought more all in 20s, yeah. So I have like two or three stacks of them. Let me look up sales. Jesus Christ, please tell me I'm about to prove myself wrong. I was about to say, but I bet you they're not even worth anything. Where's like sold items and completed items? I need to find it. Okay, I
1: sold three Bellinghams for like four quid each the other day.
0: Well, there's PSA 10s of the ones I have that are like 33 quid. And I have like 40 of them. But they're PSA 10s. I I think it was seven quid a card, wasn't it? Yeah. But if you bought them in a block of 20, it might have been like 70 quid. It might have been like less. might have been like three quid a card. Anyway, my point is, your point in Bellingham is bang on. Um, Kamavinga, as well, was kind of like, you know, that 16 year old who everyone thought was going to be amazing. They're both at Madrid, they're both slamming it. But how much is that midfielder really worth? It's just a wider conversation on collectability, really. We quite often think, mm. I've got a one of a thousand, I've got a one of a hundred, therefore it's worth something. Now, in So Rare, they very, in a clever way, made it that it will mean something within the game when yep. that player retires, if someone else in their team is good. So if you want Mbappe to be levelled up, your PSG limited. So I have a, an Mbappe from the 21 season. To make him better, I could go and buy Edward Mishu, Idrissa Gay, Ander Herrera, who's worth eight quid now, Wynaldum, who's like, you know, Rafinha, Danilo Pereira, Kurzawa, Diallo, Dagba. I could buy all them for maybe yeah. 80 quid and it would make my Mbappe limited that bit stronger. So I actually should probably do that. <laughs> like, so so rare's gameplay has actually really collect, cleverly made collectability matter in a different oh way. yeah that
1: the way they've done that is so clever like i you said know, i i haven't put my own money in for a while but when i did it was all on as soon as that came out and it was like i'm gonna go and buy all the Spurs players just to <laughs> make the players that i use better and it, yeah it's such a good idea and no, i don't think anyone's had any negatives towards that have they? so yeah great great move the, the one thing i don't like And I might have
0: mentioned it last week, so I will not dwell on it. I really won't. But like, I don't like the thing. I don't like about the fitness is the idea that the fitness is just going to come out of thin air and be this random thing, and it matters more than the collectability. I think the collection is such a fun. Yeah, I'd rather they drove that than this fucking fitness thing. Make fitness five percent. Make collectability up to ten percent. Maybe people will disagree. Maybe that's game breaking i assume they no i agree with yeah. you like
1: it's stupid it, you've bought, you've got such a good concept that it's going to make people buy players as well like it's going to make people obviously their auctions are higher because you you want the extra 10 points or whatever it is for being the first owner mm-hmm. and all that kind of like everything they've done with that is making them more money and is making us spend more money so i don't get why they're then bringing this thing that but again I'd, apparently you might have to spend money to make your players fit or something. I don't know. I've not really read into it, but yeah, it seems stupid. If they make that more like powerful than collections, it's a, it's a stupid move in my mind.
0: Do you um, think Curry can leaves?
1: No, but I'm also a little bit deluded. Um, I I just can't see Bayern. They're not the sort of like team that goes out and spends hundreds of million. Like if they bid a hundred million, he'll be sold and he'll go, Oh. apparently he's been bid like 80 million at the minute um but we've also agreed terms this morning with some young argentinian man a striker hold on because it's gonna bug me i don't know if i'll be able to find it i probably won't um but old fabrizio romano said it this morning and that's when you know it's gospel hold on yeah. you two sex i trust that man we... trust. he okay. <laughs> yeah alejo velez velez so, yeah, him. He's an Argentinian, like 18 year old, 19 year old striker from oh, Rosario like he's Central. He's coming and
0: replaced 25 goals a season the Premier League <laughs> every season. Nice sword, they're keeping, his, they're, they're keeping <laughs> okay, him back yeah. on loan for six months as well. It's um, good that yeah, he's working a bit in. harder.
1: Jesus. I don't know. I, I'd like to think he stays. Kane's pretty much said that if he's here come the first game of the season, he's he won't dead. go. So, yeah, we've got sort of nine days to see, but we're starting to spend money today, which is always a bit scary. <laughs>
0: yeah. We'll see um okay the last thing is just the cash wallet now as i said on my youtube channel there's a more in-depth look at it so we're not going to talk about the ins and outs of exactly how it's going to work i think ultimately the bigger points are it isn't very web 3 the kyc element the know your customer id and whatever to get withdrawn and verifying yourself but ultimately if you want to make this scalable more mainstream blah 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 it's almost like we're going back on the whole original vision so back in 2021 or whatever when nfts and ethanol were booming the whole vision was web 3 is the future we're going to be a web 3 fantasy football platform but i think the narrative's changed really over the last couple of years where crypto nft web 3 are all almost negative buzzwords in society because of a lot of people losing money and things crash and whatever else rug pools so i think it's like Right, switch the narrative and go back on yourself. Utilize Web3 technology using Web2. I'm going to say protocols because it sounds right. Maybe it's not right. <laughs> it sounds smart though, doesn't it? Maybe it works.
1: It sounds great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, using like Web2, like what everyone's used to. So using the whole like credit cards and KYC and blah, blah, blah. So I think it's all like, I just think it's a really positive step. <laughs> you laughing at me, Bluffin. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just because a lot of words you've just said. Are like I'm like, these words, <laughs> these actual bluffing. words. pick it, tell it, lad. Now, when, when you talk about removing as many, like I said, I think most people are in my boat of being like massive, massive casuals. When you talk about removing barriers, if I can now just go, like, because I've never understood ETH. I've never valued any player by ETH. I've never understood it. Like, I've always gone, Hugo Lloris is 10 pounds. Like... Mm -hmm. romero is 10 pound i've never gone he's 0.00 like whatever so i just think when you talk about removing barriers if someone could just throw in 30 quid and they're going to go and buy this player for eight pound and then they're going to get their five pound reward in in cash i think the only problem that uh, um a few people that have had is that a lot of people obviously at the minute aren't like accepting cash so let's say i want to go and buy your player but you I've only accepted ETH and I've only got cash, then we've got a bit of a summoning block there. Like yeah. it, limits, it limits who you can buy off of and that yeah. kind of thing. So I don't know if there'll be a solution to that. But apart from that, I've not heard anything apart from decent things again. I think over time they're going to – this is, again, the first iteration. That's kind of what I said. you know. I think it's
0: where cash-only buyers can't see cards that have been sold by ETH-only sellers. But ETH-only buyers can see all the cards, but they can't buy the cash – sellers and it's just a be bit of a head fuck so it all depends yeah. on the UI and how they display that but long story short we've only 15 minutes left or so before you need to bounce so we'll not dwell on it but ultimately I think it's a big big move very positive if people want to hear more of my thoughts or whatever there's a video on my YouTube right let's break up all this so we're chat with a little story for you and then we're going to go on um, and we're going to do the pump permission get you pumping some players so a few weeks ago now maybe three weeks ago big man's lying in bed call it eleven twenty one at night, circa eleven twenty one. And you know, just out of the shower, balls are hanging a bit lower than usual. And I said, you know what I need to do? I need to feel these bad boys. It's been way too long. I don't check my balls. I checked my balls. And I found something. I found a wee bump. I found a wee lump. Right? And I I shot my cacks. Now it wasn't big and I wasn't even sure if it was a lump. And I was like, what? So I stood up, you know, squatted down a wee bit, real good hook around and thought I felt something like very, very small, like half a pee but it was definitely something, right? So I was like, fuck. So it was in my head. So I had to go and get it checked. So I booked in privately to go and get it checked. Went into the doctor and he basically said before I even look at it, I'm going to get you to go in for an ultrasound for peace of mind. So just because I'm going to tell you to do an ultrasound afterwards, before I even look at them, you're doing it. But let's have a look anyway. And he diagnosed me with something. A macro penis. He said, "I've got a humongous." But no, he didn't. But he did feel. <laughs> <laughs> he did feel around. Right. Um, couldn't really find much. You know, the the boys were tucked up in bed. They weren't. They weren't coming out to play. Like I tried to coax them out with a bit of cheese, but the, they weren't hungry. So they stayed in tucked away in bed. Right, and put me to the ultrasound. So a week or two later, in I go sixty-five-year-old man lubes up the ultrasound and goes at my balls and sure enough, there's something. <laughs> A tiny six millimetre cyst. Tiny. Now, cysts are like nothing. You don't worry about them. Tumours are what you worry about. But I yeah. say all this because we've probably got like a 99% male listener viewer rate. Sorry to any of the females in the house. Take this news to your significant other, friend, brother, father. Boys, go and check your balls. There could be anything there. We don't do it often enough. We don't. You're absolutely right. We don't. When was the last time you checked your balls, Legden? I honestly. went
1: to, honestly, for a long time. I went well, to the doctor's about get, maybe five years hand, ago. Go on. Let's do it, live. Let's do it right now. I'll move the camera down. <laughs> we'll turn it into X-rated. Um, I went about five years ago, and he was basically like, yeah, you're all right. But I checked because it's, it's in your head. As soon as you feel something, isn't it? It's in your head. Yeah, so, you yeah. have to go.
0: Check your balls. Go and give them a good feel. Give them a good rub around, and don't panic. It could be anything. You could have a wee something, something going on. He actually told me a story, the, the guy who was feeling my balls. He said he had a footballer in him once and he said he had a cyst in his ball, in the epididymis, I think it is, which is where the wee tubes are that go down to your ball, and it was six centimetres,
1: right? Blimey.
0: Six centimetre cyst. And the footballer joked, he said, I don't know which ball to kick. That was the joke he made. I gave him a wee nervous <laughs> laugh because he had my balls in his hands. But anyway, there's a story of the week. My balls got fell. I'm felt. so glad I was here to hear that one. <laughs> so, Colin, on. I hope, and, and, and I also want so I know that, I wonder how many people while listening to this are currently touching themselves. I'd say there's a lot of people here in a private place listening to this or driving the car and they've just hands down the shorts as we're talking, listening to us slag like them. Anyway, <laughs> pump permission. You have absolute permission to pump the shit out of three players, ideally an under-23, ideally someone who's a little bit cheaper than you think they should be, and then just a, a wild card, anyone else you want to pump. And I won't interrupt you because we've got just over 10 minutes left, so I want you to just pump all three. And then we'll move on. So
1: right. my brother's actually texted me to say he's about fifteen minutes late. So we've got a little bit of time, John. We've got okay. leeway, right? Time. We got well, yeah. Right. As I said, my knowledge is limited in, in the wider world. But what I didn't realize, I assumed everyone was like English listeners, but it turns out they're not. So maybe you know people might actually appreciate. Um, so the under twenty three is called Milos Kirkez, K E R K E Z, at Bournemouth. At Bournemouth, right? So he's got five years left of under 23 utility. That's a lot of time. He was in the Dutch league last year, and as you can you can probably see from his scores, they're not like amazing, but he's got some he's got some hmm. decent ones in there. He's moved to Bournemouth, and now everyone's going right now, Bournemouth. I'm not buying a Bournemouth player. And I understand. But when you look at their home defensive scores last year of a couple of their other defenders, they're decent. We're looking like 60s, 70s on quite a few of them. The, the keeper and one of the centre-arfs. I can't remember who it was now because I looked earlier. Hold on. it was one of the centre-arfs. I need to find it. Mapham or crazy. Senesi? Senesi, I think Senesi. It, yeah, I think it's Senesi who scored for like a Bournemouth player who scored okay. And he plays for Hungary in midfield. So he's also got a bit of international utility as well. And he's not that expensive. His limit is like, I want to say about 12 quid maybe. Mm. Yep. So... He's not going to go and win you tournaments, John. But what he might do is he might bump your scores up to a reasonable thing if you need a cheap little little curveball in there. Do
0: you know what he could be? He could end up being a decent cap player. Because you imagine yeah. Bournemouth are going to have a lot of shade scores and been broken into that team, maybe some sub appearances. His L15 is going to dip. But then maybe, as you say, in a good fixture, Bournemouth could do well. And if you really play the long game, under 23 till 2028, Bournemouth could get relegated this year.
1: This is also, I've not written that down, but you are spot on. They could, because I don't think they'll be very good this year. Um, I think they'll be one of those teams that just about survives year one and then year two. And then we're looking at a championship player who also has international utility, who you've got another four years of under 23s. Bang. So yeah, he bang, 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 he's in. Yep. Um now I'm gonna have to go to Spurs the other two. Because number one is when we talk about someone that is way cheaper than what they should be, obviously at the minute he's been injured for a while. So Ben Tanko right yeah now our season died last year when he got injured because he made everything tick and last year we were nothing short of crap like we were bad really really bad and his scores if you look at his scores over like the last six months um or a year again he's got some proper he's got some 70s 80s in there and that was playing for spurs in a really shit defensive team yeah so i think under andrews coming in He's got about probably a month, two months left before he starts, you know, back to full training. He's back in the gym. He's doing like loads of running bits. So I think he did his, was it ACL or something, in his knee? He did one yeah, of the big ones. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I think, again, his limit is like 15 quid. I think his rare is about 100. Um, so, yeah, he is someone that is going to fit and so much. He's going to be one of those box to box because Bissouma will sit and then it'll be Benton, Cora and Madison will be the two. What's Heiberg going to do? He's leaving apparently. He's um, either AC Milan or Bayern, one or the other. Jeez, yeah, he's off. He well, as a side pump, he's always scored really well in the game. Forever,
0: he's scored well in the game, right? Like, yeah. If he goes to one of those teams, he could yeah, be. a looks like banger.
1: Looks like he's definitely going because he um, Basuma's come in and and proper wow. are, like hit the ground running.
0: Oh, Atletico Madrid. Ugh. no
1: one scores uh, okay. well there. Anyway, I've interrupted your pop. Yeah. yeah, no, so Benson Court, he'll, a month or two, he'll be back, and you ain't going to get him at a cheaper price than you'll get now, I don't think. And mm. genuinely, I think he is going to sit, like I said, with Basuma, who will just sit and do all the dirty work. Him and Madison will have license to go and join the three, and I think his his decisives an AA game is going to jump through the roof when he's back. So Benson Court is my second one. Love it. Um, and then the last one, again, is Spurs, because like I said uh, I'm limited, is Romero, right? So again, we were a crap last year. Like, I can't... The, the football, everything about us was awful. And Romero scores towards the end of the year. He's got a couple of 90s in there. Like, he is the most front-foot, aggressive, bastard defender. Like, he loves the yellow card, so you just have mm. to put up with that every now and again. He will get the odd red card, but that will also bring his, his scores down. Um, Again, he is just, I think, under Ange. He's going to have, we're hopefully going to be a lot better than we were. I think he's going to make a lot of blocks, a lot of tackles, a lot of interceptions. He's hopefully going to be able to, the way that he drives out forward with the ball, um, again, is class. So I, I just mm-hmm. think, again, I think his limit is like a 10, maybe 12 quid. He's got some massive scores when we were crap. So I'm hoping that when we're decent and like start, I'm not sure we'll keep many clean sheets because I think it's going to go a case of we'll score four and we'll concede three. But I think he's going to be in for a big season. He's, we've not really seen the best of him yet. And uh, Ar- every time I'm watching for Argentina, like he is, the bollocks, he's not really done it for Spurs yet Do you know um, I've just kind of convinced myself to buy one, right and I'll tell you why,
0: see when you look back to him playing for Spurs pre-World Cup there's some really nice scores there Like consistently pretty much every game sticking up 25-30 points of AA, right then he went away with Argentina and played about 8 games or something, 7 games is it to get to the final, and actually while he might have had a good tournament and they won it and all he actually did pretty shit from an SO5 perspective Came back to Spurs and it was just yellow cards every game, followed by a red card and a DMP, getting beat 4-2 by City, 2-0 by Arsenal, 4-1 by Leicester, 1-0 by Milan. Crap scores, right? But outside that, there's AA scores here of 41, 63, 54 towards the end of the season. And the really poor scores on his resume are in a 4-3 defeat, a 6-1 defeat, a 3-2 defeat to Bournemouth. Three each with Southampton. Just Spurs being crap. If they can solidify that defence and keep a few more clean sheets, and even if it's not clean sheets, if it just isn't conceding three, you know,
1: big man might do all right. Yeah, I I love him. I think he's class. And he's also had to babysit like Eric Dyer next to him for the last two years. Yeah. and it we, we, sounds like we signed that van der de yeah. yeah so it looks like we're signing him in the next couple of days and we still have to tap sober as well so he might actually have some defenders next to him um, which is, you know, Hoiberg won't wait last year. Basuma's come in and hopefully this will be Basuma's year except Brighton Basuma was, again, the bollocks. So, yeah, I think Romero could be another one that he's going to, he will hit, like at home, he will hit some 80s, 90s consistently weekend. So, yeah, I think it will be good. And I know if you look at um
0: Postacoglu, when he was at Celtic, you know, the centre-backs are like Carter Rickers and who was the other one? Starfeld or something? They, they used to the score uh, yeah. for fun, didn't they? They're, so yeah, like, I mean, I'm Vickers, not saying it'll be matches. the same, it's a different squad, there's a big change, it's the Premier League, it's very different, they're just dominant, the Celtic are, but if you're going to try, try and draw any sort of loose, I don't know, comparison
1: from tactics he's used before, mm. you know, centre-backs did rack up scores. He, he's all over, like he's a possession attacking manager. So again, yeah. the centre-backs are going to have a lot of the ball, whereas before, they didn't get a lot of the ball because we had 11 men behind the ball constantly. Mm. So. Yeah, I think it could be could be suited for a big season. Hopefully, I might try and nick one. Right, let me send a wee live offer here.
0: Let's <laughs> see. Let's let's talk through this. Right, so last sale was 0.639 Someone's point six. I'm gonna offer 0.64 to this guy, and he's gonna say no. Point. How much is that hours. in? Sorry, I don't know what. 107 is. Hundred and seven euro. Right.
1: What's that in pounds roughly?
0: Probably just under a hundred quid. Right. Probably. Yeah. That's that's good. Right, offer sent. Let's move on. Research and development time, baby. Give me one feature you'd like to
1: add to the game. I'm I'm proud of this. Okay, now, like I said, John, I don't take offence, but I don't listen to any content, so this could have been mentioned. And if it does, then I apologise and stop me very early. <laughs> but so uh, it's, it needs a better name. <clears throat> it needs a way better name because I don't. I've called it at the minute so rare squad battles. Right, it, it, it's going to have a better. So name catchy. <laughs> 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 so. Because I've got a few little group chats, right, and I'm sure you probably used to before you became famous, or um, you've off. got like loads. Of... <laughs> you've got a few lads, and I would love to go. Boys, we're in this tournament today, right? So it's going to be like me and four of my mates. So there's five of us, let's say. And I've not yet decided whether we're we're putting in like a full five players each, or maybe we will just in one card each. Don't know yet. I've not thought of the finer details, right? And then, so we let's say it's ten pound entry. So every player pays £10 to enter. So like my team, we're going to pay £50. Quid and we're going to go and play another squad. We're going to go and play another five people. They've played. So we've got £100, right? So Rare can take 10% of that. Let's say they take a £10 off. And then the mm-hmm. winning team maybe gets £90 to split between whatever. OK, so it could be that, right, this week we are we're battling in an under-23 game against John Nellis' squad. And it's like, right, come on then, boys, who are we entering? It might be that I have to enter five. and might be after have to enter one. Like, okay, I've got to pick the keeper. Tom Mitchum's got to go in at the defender. And then Hoodwink's got to enter the midfielder. And then you and your squad. And then there's like a live scoreboard. And it's like, man, more for like the fun and the bragging rights. Mm. But I just think it's a, when we look at extras and we look at things of like with your mates and with these little group chats... That's the sort of thing that I'd be like. I'd focus on that. I wouldn't care about my own scores. Yeah. I'd be like, "Boys, we're winning. We're on a five-game win streak. Team Magpie, <laughs> we're going up the leaderboard." So yeah, that's uh, that's the the very initial draft. Um, and Yeah, I'm sure there's some better details, but no, yeah. I
0: like it. What I'll come back with is they're mentioning this like kickoff mode or whatever, and they're mentioning like clans, mm. and they're mentioning that. Now, I never see them letting us gamble money on the platform because then they're just skirting too many gambling laws. So I never, you could, I think you could definitely organize that between yourselves if you have friends in the real world, or if you have guys you trust on social mm. media or who you've known for a while. Like I would trust you to transfer me a tenner if I beat you. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> I trust X three Z two Y as a user. Um, but what could be fun is if they do competitions like this, where. You can wager so rare coins because they aren't actually legitimate currency. So, could they be something that you could gamble within the game? Because I know there's games on your phone, Tennis Clash and this and that, where you can go up against people and you're playing with the in game currency that you use to buy, yeah. like skins and, and cosmetics and whatever else is. You know, maybe they could actually be tokens for, like, they could be, the coins could become vehicle to circumnavigate gambling but scratch that itch does that make sense
1: it it makes a lot of sense
0: and on top of that maybe so rare have a grand tournament where they put up a major prize of a hundred thousand coins for every manager and it's like a eight week long thing or whatever it is like a league table whatever the clan even if you did like
1: a, a world cup 128 team like knockout all the way through to the final and um yeah just weekend. But i just think when you talk about engagement like little things on the side that are not going to cost a lot of money yeah probably won't take a lot of tech i don't know they might take a lot of tech i've got no idea about that sort of thing that um but yeah when like that's the sort of thing that i would be <clears throat> in the group chat like every thursday like boys who are we picking we've got a big yeah. game this weekend like that sort of thing so yeah yeah No. I love it's that. got legs it's got legs nicholas he's the big boss isn't he? i'll uh, i'll take 10 at the cut when it goes in thank you <laughs>
0: I think they need to build out stuff like that. We side games so that whenever, as you say, your game week's over, your guys dropped a, he's got a red card and dropped a twelve pointer. You know you're not winning anything. That you can go and there's something else on the side that's like, oh, but I still might have a chance here. And that's why the likes of mega, like rare mega, can be fun because your whole game week's done. You go over looking like, oh well, at least I won my mega three, or at least I won. And that was the same with the so rare data leagues whenever they had them. It's like, oh well, look, at least I beat this guy. But um, anyway time to move on to some listeners questions i liked your suggestion well done um well i only asked this about an hour before um recording so there'll be a few here how long have you got give me give me a time frame and then we'll
1: we've got till half past
0: got 15 minutes half past 15 minutes sound. right first off so rare data bring this podcast to you thank you so rare data i use them every day it's true i say it every week it's start, and it's starting to get a bit repetitive but i just don't know what else to tell you other than the truth I use them every single day you can try them two weeks for free using the link below or code John Nellis. Um, yeah, shout out so rare data. Right, question time. Who's saying what? Marco Sullivan. Has your approach to so rare changed at all compared to when you started playing the game? Or are you still just you're taking it? I suppose you came in from being scarred by Footstock <clears> and maybe investing not just yeah. a lot of money,
1: a lot of time. Maybe you yeah, didn't want like invest those again. Yeah, it, it was that at the start. <clears throat> so I've had a really bad cough for like two months um at the start like I said everything that I've done before like football index football stock, was like it became my life because you do it so much and yeah it's the first thing you do in the morning it's the, it's the last thing you do at night So my big thing was like it's not that's not happening like it's just going to be an additional to my life and when I first started obviously because I was, I think it was about a year and a half ago. Obviously, the Prem wasn't on there at all. So I didn't really know anyone. I didn't know anything. I didn't know any players. So that's when I was like messaging like David, like Sir Ray Monkey and other people and those kind of people that I was like, right, give me like five Americans and Mexicans and all this. Um, so then I was happy to like buy everyone and anyone. And, but now I only buy people that I know that I want to watch that I'm likely to have a super Sunday on the CV and have four or five players mm-hmm. do, because I'm not in this to make loads of money. I'm really like, that's not the way that I see. It so rare. I know some people probably do, but I genuinely have it as a, an additional to watching games and a bit of interest. So I'd say it's changed from whereas before I'd buy anyone and anyone, whereas now I'm so like, it's a prem player. I know who they are. I'm going to watch them on a Sunday. I'm going to watch them on a Tuesday and go from there.
0: Yeah. No, I like that. I do. I think that's a really healthy approach and something that more people probably need to do, but don't do. Because I think if you're in from the get go, you've been in for years, with a lot of money on the line. It's hard to kind of go back to that. But if you come in with that mindset, I think it's a really good place to be. Um, How would you pitch so rare to people who know about FPL, but don't know and don't want to know anything about crypto? I probably wouldn't even mention crypto now that the cash wallet's here.
1: No, I wouldn't even mention it. I just mentioned pounds, but I still wouldn't recommend it to other people right now. And that's not because of the game. But I just, when the new cards come out, I've got a feeling it's just going to go pew. And obviously it doesn't bother me because I said I, I couldn't get less my cards worth nothing. But to a friend now, I'll be like, yeah, go and buy these. And in a month, I'm like, ah, sorry. Yeah. I think we've all been scarred with that before with platforms. For me, it's like, I'm
0: here saying, it might sound a bit hypocritical to people as an affiliate who signs people up. I think to my friends and family, I wouldn't necessarily be go like, oh, you should do this. But even like in content, I try not to be like, you should sign up. But it's always like, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm fooling myself and maybe I'm a fucking scumbag. But in my head, I'm like, if you decide to sign up, here's a beginner's tutorial. You know, this is what I've done. If you want to sign up, here's the link. But it's not like, yeah, you I know, guess. if anyone's like, John, how much should I put in? John, do you think I should do this? I'm like, mate, fuck that's on you. I don't know. Like, I'm not actively going out chasing people in my life. And I think it's more, even if I did believe in it, I wouldn't do that. I do believe no. in it. I do <clears> believe in it. But even if I... Believed in it 100% as opposed to 70% or whatever the number is, I still wouldn't do it because I've done it with Football Index before. And people yeah, and I think if
1: it? people are coming in with, like I said, the mindset of you're not doing it to make money, you're just coming in to play the yeah. game, like, like I said, I but, would 100% but, recommend it from that front. But yeah, for that, like, that's what I said, like, I could buy a player now for 20 quid today, and if he's worth £1 tomorrow, I couldn't, I couldn't care. It is what it is. Like, I still get to use him for the next 10 years, yeah. five years. So it doesn't bother me in any way. That side of things. For like that, I'd be like, yeah, I'm all over it. But if someone was like, oh, could I make a bit of money at like this? I'd be like, no, not right now. Well, you, yeah. you might be able to, but not right now. I'm not comfortable to do that.
0: Typically, like the the promo kind of or sign up e based content that I would make is very much focused on the free-to-play modes and stuff. Or like, yeah. this guy won 85 quid with a team that was free. Do you know, this team was free. He picked these five players and won this card worth 50 quid. And then used it to win this card worth thirty you know, that sort of content. But I wouldn't be making content, I don't think. And I definitely have done in the past, by the way. Yeah. Um but content that's like, I've made all this money, you should go and try and make all this money. Maybe I do in like on the so this channel in the longer form. I'll talk about like, okay, how much did I make this season? But even in that video at the end to say, but I've lost a hundred grand of value in the gallery. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. Um, yeah.
0: And then like, but like in terms of shorts, which are really what I would use to sign up people who aren't on so rare through my other YouTube channel, I think I try to keep it more factual or like free to play, because I think when you-, you know what you can
1: use next year, you can use. Man retweets John Ellis's tweet, Rin Schlotterbeck on a, a random stream, when he goes and wins all these prizes. Don't remember, I won you Schlotterbeck, didn't I? Yeah. And I didn't watch any of your content all year, so I feel horrendous. I've Thanks just for admitting it live, yeah. That's just, you, can just... you guys <laughs> don't watch anything and come and win Schlotterbecks. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, it's just, um, it's what happens. When you know John for a few years, he sorts you out on the other game. <laughs> don't you
0: try and make that a pick. <laughs> FPL are so rare. I'm going to keep moving. So rare for me. I think FPL is a bit too...
1: Yeah, FBEL's boring. Don't do it anymore. Well, I'm actually I do, but I
0: for Friends League, that's it. I was about to say a word, and I'm going to work out. I was going to say it's a bit binary. I was going to say it's a bit like this decision or that. One or two decisions a week. You don't really have to make decisions, but maybe that's the wrong use of binary. I'm trying to use all these big clever words because I'm here with a teacher today. <laughs> Addressing I my insecurities being bad at school. <laughs> yeah. um, Risu, thanks for the message. No questions at the minute. Um... Should whoa, 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 walk 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 uh, walk. I'm not even gonna try and say that. That that was me trying to say a Twitter name. By the way, that wasn't me like dying. Whoa, 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 walk 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 is the name. <laughs> um Should they address reward size issues? Recent reward size to the American division is a shit show. I think they did this morning or last night. But yeah, Uh Jack Doyle. Do you find it difficult to keep interest in multiple fantasy football platforms, so rare FPL etc. And are they all still as enjoyable as when you first started?
1: I only do now So Rare and the fan team season long game. That's all I really do because I, I don't have time now. I'm a, I'm a real adult now. I don't have time to do these things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, no, I, I don't struggle. I, I don't really care about FPL anymore. Like I said, I've got a little friend league where I make the odd quick transfer here and there. But, no, I, like I said, I spend Thursday night doing my lineups and Monday night doing my lineups and then the odd transfer on my fan team season long. Probably shouldn't. Mm talk about other companies there, you'll get told off on you no what is it oh fan team you know the old uh fancy football oh yeah you can talk about that yeah. do whatever you want oh yeah I, I do that and i do so that's it i, I yeah. do nothing else these days no
0: one's getting told off here mark simons wants to know have you found that being a football coach has been has helped you when you're watching searching or scouting for new players for your gallery
1: no, <laughs> no, because I just only buy Prem players these days, mainly yeah. Spurs players. So, <laughs> No, if I was someone that like wanted to research and stuff, probably just because you know what sort of player mm. you like. But like I said, I'm, I'm on a David's podcast the other day, so ramble if you want to give it a listen. Um, I don't even know the scoring matrix like i I wouldn't really know what works and what doesn't so no not really is the answer to that
0: i know what you're thinking guys how does john get all these experts onto the podcast it's absolutely incredible (laughs) people always say they want people who aren't experts so they're they're getting it now i like them
1: no Uh, i get it very well (laughs) (laughs)
0: um so yeah that was Sora rambled the podcast as well just to give that another plug before we get towards the end but we have a few more questions um do you think we'll see a boom in the market? And if so, do you reckon it's short-term or will rise due to the cash wallet? I, I think the cash wallet will see a lot more liquidity in Limiteds. I think it all depends on the supply of new season cards and when they come out and how their marketing goes. If they can market effectively, if they can retarget the hundreds of thousands of users, millions of users who've used rare before and let them know that cash is now an option, it's about switching that narrative because those 1000000s they've had on before all have it in their head. Getting money on that thing's a ball ache. Or like, ugh.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's, exactly that. That narrative. it's yeah. how do you market it yeah if they can get to the the fact that I, I'm concerned that if there's nothing that happens and we've got loads of new season cards coming very soon that it might dive a bit but if they like I said if they can go cash market prem blah blah blah, 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 blah in the next couple of weeks then I think we'll be absolutely fine I don't think it'll be any sort of boom I think it'll be just a I don't know i i I don't play anything above limited so i don't know what prices are like sort of rares in that Mm -hmm. way but certainly limiteds are obviously very low anyway so i can't really see them i don't think people buy limits to make money i think people buy limits to play the game maybe i'm wrong but that's the way i feel
0: i think it depends there's definitely people who do both i think but Mm -hmm. um i don't think we're gonna see a boom right now i think it can rise over time if they do things right if they get like because i mean the cash wallet should open up honestly Maybe I'm overstating this, but in my mind, if you you take 10, if you took 100 random people before, put them on so rare, how many of that 100 would care enough from being like a cold lead almost, or maybe they're warm by the time they've signed up, but like a warm lead, say who's signed up, they're interested, they're dipping the toe, how many of that 100 would actually go and set up Coinbase and get money put in there or do the moon, Moon Pay and Ramp and all that shit? I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it was, like, 10% or less. Yeah. So, I am
1: so much more likely now to go, I'll just quickly deposit £100 for my card. Like, yeah. how easy is that? Like, they
0: this could open up, like, this could 10x the potential market or the potential yeah. Yeah, market out there for them to recruit, like, new spenders. I think that's true. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You know, like, people, of I, in my
1: head now, it'll be like, you know when people just throw £10 in Skybet and, like, I'm yeah. going to go and do an ACCA? Now it would be like, oh, I'm going to throw in a tenner just to buy this man. Like I think it would be that sort, sort of thing. Next week and next week and next week. Yeah. Whereas before, it had to be like, oh, I can't be faff for that. That's like a half an hour process. Whereas yeah. it, Skybet is like a, a five second, I've got £10 now, I'm going to go make my It will be, oh, I need this guy, quickly throw in £10, buy him, I've got him. So I think that sort of thing is going to help a lot more. Like those impulsive buyers, yeah. I think it will help a lot more.
0: Cards currently owned and bought for ETH, can they be sold for cash? Yes. I'm pretty sure they will be able to. Um, did you try football? Oh, someone's trying to promote themselves. Let's keep moving. Um, right, so <laughs> the last thing is the Cap Cup. Let's see. So last week, Professor Teckers picked Bongonda for 48 points, who scored 67, plus 19. Dardai, who scored 34 from a 31 cost, that's plus three. You're doing all right, plus 22. But Yusuf Baji had a DNP with a cost of 45. So that's a minus 23 for Professor Tekkers, which is the second worst score in history. We're off the back of Mitchum shooting a minus 21, Tekkers with a minus 23. It's proven to be a hard time of year for this. Lagdan, who are your three players? What's your highest, um, like, what's your winning total? The winning total is plus 87 for McBride He actually would have scored more than that But I decided because he scored so much uh, Because he picked a goalkeeper Who was zero, who he knew was going to play nah, um, So every every player Now has a minimum score So even if they're a zero, the minimum they can cost is 25 points I've decided
1: Perfect, okay, so I'm heading into the championship All three players It starts okay. this weekend yep. Um, We're going to start with A keeper We're going with Gavin Bazunu. Okay. Southampton a goalkeeper's is right? ballsy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen. I don't. You know, we're going in. So he, I think his thing is thirty-six. I think. Okay. That's what I looked up. So check. They have got. Yeah. So they play Friday night. They play tomorrow night in the the game on Sky. So that also made a difference because I want to be able to watch the game. Um, they've got Sheffield Wednesday now. Sheffield Wednesday have just been promoted. They lost their manager Darren Moore like in this off season. They've got in a new manager that the fans are not happy with they've not really bought anybody at all and i think they're in for a long old season so i just think i'm looking at a comfortable clean sheet i'm looking at 60 i'm looking at them maybe like an extra 5 he could be hitting like a, a 60 and there's 25 in the bank i just think it's going to be a nice comfortable victory because southampton have kept a lot of players like i look at their team and i think they'll i think they'll be pushing towards the playoffs so he's number 1 okay i like it and then we're going with two Leicester players because, okay. again, I like the way that Leicester have not really lost that many people. They've um, mm. You look at their team and I'm like, it's a Premier League team. Um, yeah. So we're going with Jamie Vardy, okay. who's on a 37. Because um, they're at home to Coventry, who I don't think will be anywhere near as good this year. Because um, they've lost their striker, haven't they? That geek. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's gone. The one that scored all the goals. They've lost him, and I don't think they've really replaced him. So, Jamie Vardy is going in because I think he's going to be a bit more suited. First game should be fresh. Again, I'm just looking for a goal. I'm looking for one decisive. And then yeah. I've, you know, I've hit a decent positive. And then we're going to finish on Dewsbury Hall, who yeah. also I think is on 40 is his score. And he's pretty much going to be on all set pieces. I think they're going to dominate the game. And I think we could be looking at a, a 60 70 from him also. So, I think basically I've won the leaderboard, so yeah. It's be great. You could, you know, if if they
0: if Bezuna puts up a clean sheet and hits you twenty five points minimum, maybe call it thirty points, you know, and if Vardy and Dewsbury Hall go and shoot nineties, you know, you're you're right up there. So you have a chance. You have a chance. then, um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um everyone should subscribe to the channel, you. like the video, they should go and listen to the Surah Ramble, that's you and Surrey Monkey. Um and yeah. Go and sign up to SoRareData for two weeks free, or you can just, yeah, you don't even have to pay. You just go and join it for free, but use code John Ellis at the link below.
1: All good, then. All good, mate. Thank you very much. Lovely to catch up.
0: Yep. See you later. Bye-bye.